This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Iron. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. All right, guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends over at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co-host, Dylan Rain. We're back here on a different day this week, uh, as uh, we know, the holidays uh, just around the corner. And so uh, we decided to uh, once again put everything in one episode this week uh, and start off here, Dylan, with some thoughts on week 15 in the NFL before we get into our week 16 picks. Um, anything to you that uh, stood out as a as a Rams fan uh, from week 15 in the NFL uh, season, Dylan? I'm just glad the Rams have company with the uh, Steelers also having a pretty uh, disappointing, embarrassing loss on their end. Because, yeah, that was – there's a lot of things I could say about that Rams-Jets game. It was a lot of plays. Uh, it had been – you know, I went back over even to, just for my own pain – uh, I don't know why I did this, but I was looking over the, the all 22 stuff on some of these holds that were unnecessary. The punt return where Webster literally runs right into the punter. It's just, it's really hard to fathom. I don't, I did not enjoy that, but I think I needed to do it. And now moving on to this uh, next week, but other takeaways, I mean, the Saints defense looked for large portions like they, especially in the first half, like they're doing some good stuff against the Chiefs and slowing them down a bit. Of course, the, the Chiefs adjusted, and Mahomes is Mahomes. There's only so much you can do. So, if anything, I came out a, a little more uh, confident in the, in the Saints if these two teams do match up in the Super Bowl, if Drew Brees can get fully healthy and obviously did not look like himself for a lot of that game. Uh, other takeaways, obviously, the Bills winning their first division title was a, a great victory, first division title in 25 years, great victory for this podcast overall yes. as an official Bills podcast, the Dolphins continuing to win, uh, beating the Patriots. So those kind of things definitely enjoyed, did not enjoy the Rams outcome, but uh, and they're now the fact they still have a crazy path to missing the playoffs. I don't think that'll happen, but uh, other takeaways, Browns taking care of business-ish. I mean, uh, big win for them now they get the Jets, and they now still have the division on the line possibly, which is pretty insane considering where they were after that loss to the Ravens a couple weeks ago. Yep, feeling pretty good about uh, the Browns being my uh, surprise pick of the season. Uh, we were just uh, we were a season too early on the Browns uh, in terms of uh, us being all in on them last year, but uh, here they are now sitting in a really good spot at the double-digit win mark. But let's go ahead and jump into Week 16 um, and talk about some of these picks. As always, we'll go through our games of the week, our betting locks, and our upset picks before we get into our quick picks. Uh, what do you know? We actually have two in each category this week, uh, so uh, we're not doubling up on any of these. Uh, let's start with the games of the week. 
Uh, I am going to go with the Titans at the Packers. Uh, the Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Um, it's funny because we've almost compared these two teams at times uh, in terms of the way their defense is played. You never really mm-hmm. know what you're going to get out of their defense, but at the same time, uh, you pretty much know what you're getting out of their offense. Uh, both of them uh, offensive juggernauts here when they want to be. And, um, you know, I think this is another situation where a lot of points are going to be put up on the board here. Uh, I would expect nothing less. Uh, and uh, this should, you know, again, I think this is probably, to me, going to be the most entertaining game of the week, potentially from an offensive standpoint. Um, so uh, this should be a lot of fun. Yeah, you have two, uh, as you are mentioning, two of the top four offenses in DVOA uh, going into this game. Actually, top three, Green Bay at second, Tennessee at third. So expecting, like you said, a lot of points. I, I, I'm more confident where the Packers are at this point. The defense still not exactly completely trusting them. And obviously against the Panthers, uh, that second half was pretty brutal for Green Bay, as Aaron Rodgers talked about their inability to, to put many points on the board. I think just the one field goal. So uh, I think they'll bounce back fine, though, against uh, <laughs> a Tennessee defense, which uh, – you know, looked okay at certain points against uh, Detroit uh, last week, but that is the Lions, and they still get gave up a, a pretty significant point total. So yeah, for fantasy, for all the you in the fantasy finals that have players in this game, at least you can expect there to be quite a few points in terms. If you love offensive football, yeah, this is probably going to be one of your games of the week. There's one game we left off in favor of these two out here at the top that uh, maybe won't be so exciting for if you love offense, but <laughs> yeah, this one. I mean, Aaron Rodgers at this point, even after that game, still. Uh, you know, for in a lot of people's book, it could be the MVP. There's an argument I, some people are trying to make for Derrick Henry if, if a running back is going to win it. I mean, can't really argue against him at this point. So, a lot of big, a lot of a lot of big names. Uh, really important for the Packers in terms of you know getting the number one seed in the uh, NFC. Although I believe because it's an AFC matchup, if they lose this week, they can still win next week and still get it. Uh, but still a big, uh, you know, a big test for them, I think, to, uh, to face an offense that's this firepowered. And it's kind of funny. I, I just remember that this was almost a Super Bowl last year. These are the two teams that lost in the conference championship games, the Packers, uh, by a significant margin. But nonetheless, I think at this point, at least for Green Bay, you're feeling better about where they are, at least I am, compared to a season ago, despite them having basically the exact same record. And Tennessee, I mean, uh, you probably feel better than you did, too. I mean, they went 9-7 and seven last year on the verge here of, of getting to 11 wins already. So uh, they, even if they do lose, I know the, the playoff picture is really convoluted in the AFC. I think the Titans are still in pretty good shape based on tiebreakers, even if they do lose this one, if they're able to win next week. So uh, hopefully for them, though, they're able to find a way to win. I, but I have the Packers uh, taking this one. Yep, we're doubling up on the Packers there. I will go with the Packers as well. Um, this game will be a lot more interesting, this next one, uh, your game of the week, if, uh, as we said, the Rams were able to defeat uh, the Jets. That did not happen, but still, this is a pretty important game uh, for the Rams as they head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks, one-point favorite uh, in this game. I am going to take the Seahawks. I think once you lose to the Jets, uh, that is it for me. I'm done with you. Um, you are no longer in my trust, um, and I think that's where the Rams are at this point. Uh, it's official. Like, it is official. We talked about it on the podcast, the double-digit spread curse uh, that we always go back to. I went with the Rams to cover that 17-point spread uh, last week, uh, and it is official. It is the, the curse of the podcast uh, because that did not work, and uh, we are staying away from those, as you'll see in our betting locks here in just a minute. Uh, but uh, I just I can't. It's even in a bounce-back spot. I can't do it just yet with the Rams. You can't lose the Jets. Uh, and feel like having my confidence going into this game <laughs> in Seattle. Uh, so I will take the Seahawks here. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough one for me to, to go back on to the Rams side after that outcome for sure. But I am picking the Rams just based on kind of 
what we've seen from them this season in terms of playing down to some of their worst opponents that they, for the most part, had beaten uh, before this outside of, uh, you could argue, maybe the second time they played the Niners. So they've kind of had these weird games that, uh, where they just come out flat. Um, I don't think that'll be the case in Seattle, a place where they've, you know, they've lost barely uh, just because they missed a field goal uh, in the final play a season ago. They've they won there in 2017 and 2018. They've, they've played really well against the Seahawks throughout the McVay era. I don't anticipate Seattle kind of falling into the same trap they did early in their last matchup of not running the football when, when the Rams are sitting back with basically five game guys in the box there. So, I, I you know, I, I do think Seattle will adjust a bit. But at the same time, I, the Rams, even though they lost this game to the Jets, uh, their overall DVOA rankings didn't really take much of a hit, just going down a spot on both offense and defense. And you look back at it, and, I mean, it's still – there's no excuse for not beating the Jets. But I, if you watch the full game as I did, which is really insanely painful, as I already mentioned, I, it didn't feel like they completely – I mean, it, it felt more not so like they aren't – you know, that talented. It felt like the biggest opponent was themselves. Maybe the Jets did play one of their better games, uh, especially with their effort on defense and some of the holdings they were able to draw. But uh, I think it was more of the, the lackadaisical nature of what the Rams were able to put out there. I don't think they'll have that be the case in Seattle. So maybe they'll fall flat on their face and lose. But I think they'll bounce back. They've won every time they've lost uh, the, the following week. They, after a loss, they've won every time this season. I think they got find a way to win this one um, and and get back into the, the lead for the division. Although, yeah, now Seattle could win and clinch the division before the Rams if they had beaten the Jets. They could have done that. It won't be completely finished, but uh, winning in Seattle will give you a lot of confidence, at least for their chances as they move towards the playoffs. Let's go to our betting locks. Uh, we again have different ones on this. We both had um, you know some interesting ones we looked at, but uh, these spreads are. Pretty high, I think, considering, uh, you know, us trying to be a little gunshot here on staying away from the high spreads. But luckily, neither of these are double-digit spreads, and that's what we're looking to stay away from. I'll start with mine here. Um, I considered this one, and really there was probably only one other that I considered, and I think it probably was the one that you ended up picking here, Dylan. Uh, the others just mm-hmm. did not feel great overall from a betting standpoint. Although I think there's one that I, I look at and we'll talk about in a second that I didn't really consider that maybe I could have. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Vikings at the Saints. So the Saints are seven-point favorites in this game. You talk about teams that have just completely fallen out of uh, my trust here, and uh, that is the Vikings. Uh, we saw what happened in that game against the Bears, and I think after that, the Vikings sitting here at 6-8. and eight, I think all season we just kept thinking they were finally going to hit their stride. They just have never done it. Um, yeah. They are just you know no more than an average team at this point. And now they're playing a Saints team that, you know, played for the most part. I mean, going up against the Chiefs, um, you know, wound up being a pretty decent game. And, I mean, the Saints are still a team that probably right now you put them right in there in the mix, the teams you think could get the Super Bowl. So uh, Vikings are nowhere near that. I'm going to go with the Saints here uh, to cover this uh, seven-point spread. Yeah, I think the extra week of uh, having Breeze out there and the offense will help them on that side of the ball. But the other side, yeah, I just don't trust the Vikings to be able to figure it out completely against New Orleans. That defense for New Orleans still ranking uh, on the top. They're second in DVOA at this moment. Still, I mean, the fact that they, for all these years they've had such great offenses, to have this defense, which has been pretty good and was really good last year, but continuing to develop and honestly becoming even more scary. I know they're going to finish with a worse record than a year ago already with the four losses, but I think they're um, you know just as dangerous 
dangerous from what they look like on that side of the football. So yeah, Minnesota, especially now after that loss, I mean, they, I mean, their playoff chances have to be uh, almost zero at this point. Yeah. 0.8 according to football outsiders. It's just, they need too many things to happen. They don't have much to play for. It's Christmas day. The saints, even though the one seed likely is out of play for them, it, it still could get the, the one seed if, if they get into a three-way tie with Seattle and the Packers. Uh, otherwise, it's unlikely the Packers lose their last two games and they win their last two. But nonetheless, still a lot to play for for New Orleans. I think that's a big reason why, yeah, if I'm betting on this game, I'm agreeing with you for sure. I think the Saints easily cover that seven-point spread. Well, 0.8 isn't completely zero, so uh, you're <laughs> telling me there's a chance uh, for, for the Vikings. But uh, this is the other one. As I, I said, I probably considered second of this group. Bills at the Patriots. Uh, this is going to be your betting lock of the week. Bills uh, also seven-point favorites here mm-hmm. on the road against the Patriots. Interesting to think about uh, this being a betting lock at this point in the season or just at this point, period. Um, but now, you know, even with the Bills locking up the division, Patriots just, um, they, look, they're not very good right now. We know that. Um, yeah. You know, losing Stephon Gilmore, that doesn't help either. Uh, going up against the Bills offense, just which has quite frankly just been a, you know, a powerhouse at this point. Um, and uh, I'm right there with you. I think the Bills uh, probably should take care of business here and should probably do it by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I don't think – I'm doubling down because I picked the Bills last week uh, to cover, and sure enough they did. I don't think they will cover by as many points as they did in Denver. But I, I am confident in what Buffalo is putting together on both sides of the ball. Obviously, Josh Allen at this point – is playing elite football. So there's no way around it. He's playing on a, a level that, you know, over the last two years, maybe you thought he definitely improved from his uh, rookie year to, to year two in 2019. But the steps he's taken, even over the course of this year, I mean, dude's been insane. And the offense is clicking on, on all levels. Uh, just to think that they're still not completely fully healthy, uh, definitely dangerous for their opponents. Um, and, yeah, the Patriots, man, they're it, – <laughs> It's a it's a combination of obviously the offense is a mess. The passing game is a complete mess. Special teams is one of their their few strong suits at this point uh, because defensively they the lack of effort in the run defense and there's some breakdowns. I forget the who was I was looking at on Twitter is a thread basically of of the Patriots uh, defense from the game against Miami and it it was not pretty to look at some of the lanes and different things that were happening against Miami. I, I think Miami runs the ball better than Buffalo, but I, I anticipate Buffalo they have been getting better uh, putting the rock on the ground I think they're just in every facet of this game it's crazy to think like you said it's week 16 it's December football it's Bill Belichick it's in New England but uh, I feel that good about where the Bills are and uh, the Patriots after that last defeat officially eliminated from the playoffs you're playing for pride I just don't know if that has means as much as the Bills who uh, also have the added benefit of feeling like you know they're playing for not just uh, you know the one seeds out of out of play with the the Chiefs uh, beating them early in the year and the two game difference but Getting the two seed over the three with with Pittsburgh there means a lot if these if those two teams meet in the divisional round of the playoffs for Buffalo to be at home even with uh, there possibly being no fans in the stands I know they've talked about for the playoffs they might uh, be, allow some fans in Buffalo but nonetheless uh, yeah man I I just think there's too many things moving in this direction for Buffalo not to win by a touchdown on Monday night. All right, our upsets of the week. Um, I decide I mean I have one other upset on the board here and we'll get to that game yep. here in a minute but. Want to you know make things exciting here? It's uh, the holidays. Let's you know get excited, a little enthusiasm. Um, so I went uh, went big here on my my upset <laughs> of the week. Uh, we're gonna go back uh, to now that we can't use the double digit spreads. We're staying away from the Jets. We're not the Eagles are turning things around. We've got to go with something new here, but it's also something old when it comes to a recurring theme on this podcast. And for me, 
That's not trusting the Bears' offense. <laughs> and the Bears are seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road uh, at the Jags. I'm not just going Jags covering here, which uh, is, by the way, the, the much smarter pick uh, if you're someone betting. And remember, this is uh, my out-of-the-park uh, wild pick of the week, um, more so than some of my other upsets that I felt pretty good about. Like thinking back to like that Bengals-Titans, I actually felt okay about that one. Uh, this one, I can't say I feel completely strongly about, but I could totally see it happening. So I'm going to go with the Jags to upset the Bears at home. The Jags have, you know, I mean, and it's just the thing, like, right? All we talked about is about this number one pick and, you know, the Jets and the Jags and all this other stuff. Well, I think the Jags uh, somehow, some way, are just going to win this game um, and just, you know, everything gets chaotic at this point. Um, so, <laughs> believe it or not, I'm actually going to take the Jags here. But then again, I could also see a situation where the Bears come out and win this game, uh, you know, 40 to nothing, and uh, the Jags <laughs> completely are just tanking it all in at this point. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I've, it's been such a weird season. And, again, I have one other upset, but it's a very tiny point spread. Uh, so I was like, why not? Let's just go with the Jags here. I could I could totally see it happening after, you know, all season, uh, some Bears fans in particular wondering what the heck was going on with their offense to suddenly they score 30 points in three straight games for the first time in years <laughs> and look actually competent with what they're – with the play calling it. Not so uh, coincidentally maybe it was when Matt Nagy gave up play calling duties. I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, Chicago, it would be perfect for all that to happen and their playoff chances to look decently good. If they if they tie with the Cardinals, they uh, – pretty much from what I've seen with the tiebreakers, they get in. Um, so to, to be only one game back, they, I mean, they're – they have a chance um, for sure, um, but to, to lose in, in Jacksonville would be quite ironic. And for Jets fans, obviously, I think they're the ones with the most on the line here. If, if the Bears get in the playoffs, they're going to probably lose to either the, the Saints, Seahawks, or Packers pretty quickly. Um, whereas on the, on the flip side for the Jets, we're talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence and what this could mean for that franchise. What do the Jaguars do? Are they thinking now, like, what is that organization from the top thinking of how they can make their team lose, hoping that they just do it organically? I don't know, man. I, I'm picking the Bears to win. I just, at this point, the Jaguars still kind of been a mess overall uh, outside of a few games that they've hung with uh, better teams. That was a while ago now. It's been a lot of weeks of games like the, the Titans blow out a couple weeks ago and then this Ravens game. I, I think that kind of effort probably continues in the Bears win, but I won't be shocked, and it would be pretty perfect after with all these Jets fans that are going insane, uh, so angry with their team yep. for the worst victory in franchise history, as, as it's being dubbed. So if that could go from that to a week later getting back to the number one pick uh, because of the Bears faltering, it would be pretty funny, but I guess we'll have to find out. Yep, I could see it in a season like this one. I could totally see it. Uh, you're going back uh, to your uh, yours, too. Again, now that we're staying away from the Jets and the Eagles, who've been the main themes, uh, it seems like, of our betting locks and such. Uh, our upsets, though, uh, two teams that have always kind of been there for us at times have been the Bears and the Chargers. Um, the Broncos are at the Chargers. Chargers, three-point favorites. I'm going with the Chargers here, but uh, we all know Dylan's thoughts about the Chargers and uh, their tendency to lose games they should win, and uh, that's why you're going to go in a different direction here. Yeah, this game is closer than you might think to being one of the toilet bowl games of the year. The Chargers and uh, Denver are 28th and 30th in overall DVOA, respectively. So this is as bad almost as it can get. This is like this is basically Jaguars-Jets bad at this point with where these teams are. I know the Chargers just beat the 
the Raiders in that pretty crazy Thursday night game. But I still, I mean, they they tried their best to give it away in the last moments in an overtime. Uh, the Raiders just couldn't capitalize. I, yeah, I don't really trust either team. The Broncos did look pretty good a couple weeks ago against Carolina. A lot of teams at this point are going to look really bad as they did against Buffalo. And, it, yeah, I just the Chargers, I feel like they're such a flip-flop team. So I'm picking Denver here uh, mostly because I also don't have many other upsets. I think my only other one is the Rams winning, which is a point spread. So at least this one we got three points. I think it is more of a coin flip than a three-point spread. I, that's kind of your general uh, home field advantage one. I don't know if obviously the Chargers, even when there are fans, don't really have much of a home field advantage in L.A. Um, but, yeah, I'll give the Broncos a victory in this one. Yep, uh, that uh, should be interesting as always. Uh, there are those AFC West matchups. Before we get in the rest of the matchups for Week 16 in the NFL, let's tell you about our friends at Indeed. Uh, 2020 has reshaped how we work, and uh, businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical, and that is where Indeed is here to help. Indeed, the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to CompScore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. And unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria, and you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, which makes Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, and it's clear that Indeed can get you the help and the quality hire you need, and that's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for their hiring. Right now, Indeed, offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. It's their best offer available anywhere, so go right now, Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, our quick picks. Let's go with the Bucks at the Lions. Uh, the Bucks nine and a half point favorites here on the road against the Lions. Uh, this is one that I, I would stay away from too, uh, if you're betting, because I think the Bucks will win the game. But man, it's just like the Lions sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're going to score points. It seems like um, no matter what they do, uh, if Matthew Stafford's out there, they're probably going to find a way to score some points. Um, but uh, you still feel like uh, the Bucks should take care of business here. Yeah, I feel pretty good about Tampa Bay at this point, even though I don't yeah, in terms of the spread, no way am I picking them to cover. We you just watched that Falcons game. I mean yeah. they easily could have lost. Uh Obviously, they found a way to get the win, but even their defense, which is still ranking uh, really high, fifth in DVOA, does not look as superb as as the ranking show if you're watching them week to week. Uh, Detroit has, you know, played well, but a much tougher defense here, at least offensively, Detroit has played well. Defensively, that's a whole different question, but offensively, they've looked good in some of their recent games, but that's uh, one one thing against Tennessee's defense, even for the Bucks' struggles. I, I do think they're going to be able to shut down Detroit. Uh, Tampa Bay is still uh, just dominant with their ground defense. The Lions, one of the worst rushing teams in the NFL. Uh, it's just not a it's just not a good combo for them. And on the flip side, I don't see how the Lions are going to possibly stop Tom Brady. And uh, hopefully they just don't get that uh, slow start. It is the Saturday early game, the day after Christmas, so and a road game. So all these little things that maybe could contribute to the line staying in it. That's why, yeah, I didn't consider this for a 
for the picking the Bucks to cover that. Yeah, and then moving on to the 49ers at the Cardinals, uh, back to our favorite uh, division here. At least it has been this year in terms of quality games. Uh, Cardinals, four-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I'll pick the Cardinals. Uh, I've been on the Cardinals bandwagon off and on, as we know, throughout the season. Um, that was a pretty pretty exciting game against the Eagles, and uh, that's that's fun to see as you have uh, you know mm-hmm. two great young quarterbacks uh, doing their thing, and uh, we'll talk more about the Eagles in a minute. But uh, just feel a lot better about the Cardinals at this point, and obviously you know playoff implications here in terms of what they could do. So a uh, pretty big game here uh, for the Cardinals. That week one matchup feels so uh, far ago, uh, long, yeah. long ago now. Uh, very different spot when expectations for both teams. We thought the Cardinals might be a fringe playoff contender. Sure enough, they are sitting in the last wildcard spot. Obviously, the, the Niners in a much different place. Even with, but uh, yeah, at this point, it looks like C.J. Beathard is starting. Jimmy Garoppolo not expected to play despite being cleared to, to practice. Uh, they signed Josh Rosen off the practice squad from Tampa Bay. Uh, so kind of a, a lot of things, weird things happening for the Niners. They've been playing, having to stay in Arizona for all this time. Now they're playing on the road against the Cardinals uh, in this one. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it must be such a tough situation for them, especially with the holiday coming up, not being able to really be around all of their family. I'm not exactly sure how many uh, people are able to be in this mini kind of bubble situation they've had. So all those factors combined with, yeah, Arizona, yes, they've lost some games like the Patriot game where you feel like they should win, but still have Kyler Murray. They still have an offense that when it needs to figure things out, and especially with the ball uh, I think they'll yeah they'll get enough home cooking here they haven't been again amazing but they've been enough to be a playoff team and uh, yeah for the for the Rams it, it makes sense for them uh, actually if the Cardinals win it clinches the Rams a playoff spot because of the way the tiebreakers work so uh, also another added incentive for me to pick the Cardinals here well this next game uh, very interesting uh, the Dolphins at the Raiders so the Dolphins are three-point favorites in this one Initially, I picked the Raiders to win this game, but I flipped it back to our Miami Dolphins uh, here on the podcast because this is obviously a significant game for them, too, when it comes to uh, the playoffs. And we know what the Raiders have done, uh, kind of put the, put themselves in the position that they have um, where they, they've got some work to do here. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Dolphins, this is one of those games where it's, it's a tricky game because, um, you know, I could totally see them losing this game because you just kind of look at it and I don't know, this – this is going to be. I think it's, it's not obviously going to be not going to be the game of the week, but it's going to be one of the more interesting games of the week for me because I just kind of think about where these two pro or these two teams have been, mm-hmm. um, you know, over the years. And man, this is this is one that I think you may in the back of your mind be like, okay, I could see the Dolphins losing this, and uh, it would not be ideal. But I'm going to pick them to win here just because I I think they're still the better team overall. And obviously, we've seen what the Dolphins' defense has been able to do, um, and that's just mm-hmm. that's been such a big part of their success. And this would have been a lot bigger game if the Raiders had found a way to beat the Chargers last Thursday night. I thought there were going to be a lot of playoff implications. Now it seems to be pretty one-sided. But, yeah, for Miami to continue to, to fight for the playoffs, they really need to win this one because the Ravens have an easier schedule right on their tail. And if they you know if they pass them by any by one game, it could be it. One loss could be the difference between the Dolphins not getting in. It would be pretty sad for a 10-6 and six Dolphins team after everything they've gone through to not get in the postseason. Uh, but I, yeah, I do think they will, they'll find a way to win this one on the road. I just, I, I can't trust the Raiders, man, especially their defense. I don't know if Mario is going to look as good as he did against the Miami's defense compared to the Chargers, a lot different 
uh, challenge there. So I think uh, also Miami throwing the ball better lately. Uh, not a lot of secondaries you'd rather face in the Raiders at this point. <laughs> so uh, things are just adding up for me to pick the uh, Miami. It, it is interesting, at least usually the, the football outsider stats and the ESPN power, football power index stats kind of line up. They actually, uh, ESPN, they have this as a 56% win for the Raiders, whereas Football Outsiders has DVOA-wise Dolphins at 11th overall, Raiders all the way at 22nd. So they have that as a pretty big mismatch. It's interesting to see the, the difference in those advanced stats, but I'm sticking with Football Outsiders in this one. I'm picking the Dolphins. Well, here's another one. Uh, history. Uh, Browns at the Jets. Uh, the Browns, nine-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Jets coming off the big win. Um, and then if we, you know, do you want to see a complete meltdown in this game? Um, you know, Jets winning here would be total meltdown, especially if the Jags were to beat the Bears. Can you just think about that? Like, oh Jets go out, beat the Browns, then you got just a meltdown from the Browns fan base. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. Like, I could see this scenario playing out to where Jags beat the Bears, Jets beat the Browns, and just pure chaos. <laughs> uh, then everybody's just in meltdown mode. Um, so, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like, I could see one of those chaotic timelines where this could happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, still, the, the Browns, as we said, they, they have seemingly turned a corner here, and uh, yeah. hopefully that means that they have actually done that because I think even a loss to the Jets here, uh, people would really start to go backwards in a hurry with the Browns, but uh, I just I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening either, although Cleveland still has a lot of issues on the on the back end of their defense. Uh, but, I, I mean, you saw it, it wasn't too big of an issue against the Giants. I think the Jets are probably in that same kind of – uh, mold and how good I think, uh, you know, how well I think of their passing <laughs> offense, despite what they did against the Rams. I don't think the Jets are going to find a way to get that second victory here. I think, yeah, I think the Browns have definitely turned a corner with how they've played lately. I think even though they lost that Ravens game again, it gave them so much confidence. And now, yeah, with an opportunity to, and they need to win too. If they lose, like we keep I keep talking about some of these, how crazy the AFC playoff picture is. If they lose and the Ravens, Dolphins, um, and Colts all win, even if the Colts were to lose, the Browns at that point would get the last year if the Colts lost. But if the Colts do win, the Browns, yeah, they could be out of the playoffs, regardless of what happens with Tennessee going into the, the final week of the season. That's pretty nuts. So, yeah, I think uh, there's, I don't think there's a concern like, like you had the complacency come into play with the Rams last week. I don't think the, they're gonna, uh, the Jets are going to run into a team that is uh, not focused on the field. I think they're going to come out with a lot of urgency, knowing that they really need to win this game before that last game against the Steelers. I think the Browns uh, clobber the Jets and probably cover that 9.5-point spread. Falcons and Chiefs, Chiefs 10.5-point favorites in this one. Uh, probably going to be some points put up on the board in this game probably, I think, mm-hmm. all things considered. Um, so uh, that's that should be exciting. That should be an exciting game if you love offense. Uh, obviously picking the Chiefs here. No chance I'm picking the Falcons uh, even after that close call against the Bucks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty straightforward. And I actually almost consider this one as a, a betting lock because I can see the Chiefs winning this by a couple touchdowns. And just uh, I just, again, you just don't trust the Falcons in this spot. Yeah, don't trust the Falcons at all. They are, you know, weird though in terms of their ability to score points in some of these games. I, but I, yeah, I don't even see it really in this one. I think Kansas City should cover. They got a chance in this one at home against a pretty subpar opponent to clinch the number one seed after the Pittsburgh loss uh, to the Bengals uh, not last night. So uh, I don't think again another team that I don't question there. Uh, I don't think they're going to be found complacent. Um, and this one, I think the Chiefs are going to come out with everything they have, and uh, it's going to be a pretty pretty bad, pretty brutal result for Atlanta by the end of it. Yep, should be. And uh, this next game, we kind of teased it a little bit earlier. Colts at the Steelers. Uh, Colts are one-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. 
um, boy, this is um, this is one that yeah, it's it's a big game, and uh, I think the reason we didn't make a game of the week is because I don't necessarily know it's gonna be all that pretty. Um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go different ways on this one. I'm gonna pick the Steelers. I think. You know, again, I'm, I'm a big big fan of the bounce back game, and especially after you know that game against the Bengals and being in the spot they're in now, um, it's it's significant. And I just think they'll find a way here. Maybe you know, always regain that focus after mm-hmm. a game like that. Um, but the Colts have, I mean, they've been playing well, and yeah. um, it's hard to ignore that. But essentially, it's a toss up. That's why it's one half point spread. Uh, but uh, there, there's no doubt you could throw this game right in there too. Uh, it was one of the best games of the week. Yeah, I initially had the Steelers as my pick for this one. I I, I did change to the Colts. I just I feel like Pittsburgh is going to bounce back on offense. They looked better for portions of the second half of the last game. I think that type of loss. I, I do think they'll you know be. I don't think they're going to just fold from it. I don't think that's going to be the case. Same way I don't think the, the Rams are going to fold from the Jets' loss. I think both teams are going to come back with more urgency. That defense is going to be really fired up. I think they're going to probably keep make this a pretty low-scoring game. The over/under on it, 44 and a half. That sounds about right. Um, I yeah, a lot of on the line though for Indianapolis. I mean Pittsburgh. While they've already clinched the playoff spot for them, they need this win to clinch the division. If they lose, there's a very good chance, as we just talked about the Browns, that they'll be uh, tied with Cleveland going into that Week 17 matchup. It's insane to think that after the Ravens lost, the Browns would still have a chance to win this division. But there you have it. And the Colts, if they lose, it's the same thing we're kind of talking about with uh, the Dolphins. Uh, the Colts lose and, say, the, the Ravens and Dolphins both win. They're out of the playoffs, regardless of what the yeah. Titans do and in that Packer game. So another – it's just so – it's crazy how these teams with uh, four losses, five losses, uh, with already ten win, or nine wins, ten wins, are really in danger of missing the postseason. I'm really excited for this one. I don't think it's going to be the prettiest game, as you mentioned, but uh, I think it's going to come right down to the wire. I'll have the Colts finding a way, Blankenship hitting a 45-yarder in the cold uh, to win for the Colts maybe at the end of it. Rodrigo, uh, he's the man. Um, <laughs> Giants at the Ravens. Uh, if this would have been nine and a half, I would have taken the spread uh, all day. Uh, but it's 11, and uh, as we know, double-digit. We're staying away. We've learned a lesson. No more. Um, so, yeah, taking the Ravens here. Uh, this is another one where it's like, I mean, I get it. I, You know, I understand the Giants. They've they've been a team. We've seen them be able to do some things, but uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're just not picking against the Ravens in this spot. Yeah, the, the way they've been playing lately, just it's not going to happen. They're not just winning games and scoring more points, but in turn, and, uh, against these opponents, their DVOA is rising, which takes into account the quality of the opponent. So they're they're making active strides to get back towards. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think they're close to the team, the offense, the well-oiled machine we saw a year ago. But I do think they're taking some of those strides. The Giants, I mean. I know for all the things they've done, we talked about them in the middle of the season as possibly our pick for that division. Uh, I just I don't see it coming together in this one against Baltimore. It's too much, too tough of a matchup for them. Baltimore's defense, even though it hasn't been perfect, I think they present they present a better challenge at this point than what we just saw from Cleveland um, for the Jets or for the Giants. Sorry, and the Giants barely put up any points in that one. So uh, I really just don't see it being a pretty game, like you said. Maybe too high to, to consider it as a lock. I do think the Ravens will probably cover. But at, at the very least, I would say it'll probably be a two-score game, even if it ends up being just a bit under that point spread. Well, the Bengals trying to keep their momentum going. Uh, they're in Houston to play the Texans. Texans are eight-point favorites in that game. Um, I, you know, we, we all know I'm a big Bengals guy, but um, 
yeah, I just don't see the momentum continuing here. Uh, I think the Texans win this game, and uh, boy, the Texans, they've really had two games there against the Colts where they've they had their opportunities, and uh, you kind of flip those results, and uh, things look, look a little bit different here for the Texans, but uh, just one of those seasons, and now getting ready to head into an off season where um, lots, of, lots of changes uh, on the horizon for the Texans, uh, but they should be able to pick up the win here. Yeah, I know the Bengals feel really good about beating the Steelers. It's been a while since they've beaten them, let alone with the quality of where their roster is at compared to Pittsburgh's. It has to feel really good for them. But don't win too many games. You want to still get that number three pick um, and uh, get, have your pick of the guys that come after Trevor Lawrence and whoever the number two pick goes to. So, uh, yeah, I think the Bengals, for their own sake, settle down, let, let Deshaun Watson do his thing. And, uh, yeah, I'll pick the Texans to win this one, a game that I – We'll most likely will not be really paying that much attention to on Sunday. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, unless it gets the red zone treatment, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people outside of Cincinnati and Houston uh, keeping an eye on this one. Uh, could be the same case for uh, the Panthers at Washington. Uh, Washington, two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Um, I see that Dylan, we discussed before the podcast, uh, he mm-hmm. had initially made a separate pick. Uh, but, however, yeah. he's back on the bandwagon here with me. Uh, we're going to pick Washington in this game. Uh, I think this is another one where, and you know, I, I mean, I can see the Panthers winning here. Obviously, I think any team in the NFC East, you're never at this point going to say I completely trust them. Um, but I just feel like Washington will be able to do some things here um, that could allow them to win. And with the Panthers, you know, they've been another team where we obviously see what the potential is for the future. But I don't know. I just feel like this is this is a tough one going up against uh, this Washington defense. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I I just think we've seen the Panthers play pretty well against bad defenses, not so much against good ones. And their defense on the flip side, even if Washington, who, regardless of who's in there at quarterback, obviously the Dwayne Haskins stuff, not sure what's going on with all of that. We'll see if Alex Smith, I'm not sure what they've uh, said completely about his availability for this game. Having him back would mean a lot towards this outcome. Uh, we'll see over the course of the the, the week how that plays out. But, I, I, yeah, I just trust Carol, uh, Washington's defense enough. I mean, they, they fought back against Seattle, kept that one close. As I, I kind of thought they probably would be able to do because, yeah, that defense is it's, – it's top tier, man. It's, it's up there, and it's a reason why – uh, even though we looked at that being the five seed, maybe be, uh, in the NFC being more beneficial than a three seed facing a Tampa Bay or maybe a Rams at this point. I don't know. I, I, I mean, yes, probably still is better uh, to play Washington if they're the division winner in the NFC East, but that defense is scary, man. And that, yeah, it's a big reason why I flipped this pick. I just, I feel better about the, the mentality of that team where they're at. I think they'll find a way to get this one done. And we uh, finish up our Week 16 picks with the Eagles at the Cowboys. Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Uh, very interesting to think about where these teams, two teams are at this point in the season. Um, we thought this is, as, as it usually is, we thought this game would have a lot on the line, uh, be a huge, significant game, and I guess it still is to a certain extent, um, but uh, not exactly the matchup probably we were expecting in terms of where both these teams are at. And believe it or not, um, I am – I am all in on the Eagles now. Uh, talk about flipping your opinion. Well, Jalen Hurts, I think, has been able to do that. Uh, he has been really good thus far. And, um, you know, I just think it's it's pretty obvious that uh, this is pretty much a new era, I think, for the Eagles. Um, you know, what happens, what they do with Carson Wentz, we're not sure. But uh, the way Jalen Hurts has at least played the first couple games, I think it's pretty clear that uh, him switching positions was not going to be the best move. And uh, he is clearly <laughs> someone who can play quarterback in the NFL. And that's why I'm actually going to take the Eagles here, which, again, boy, to think about me just picking against the Eagles in all these spots throughout the season, uh, I'm going to pick them on the road here against my uh, Super Bowl uh, representative from the <laughs> NFC uh, to start the season. So what a, what a wild season it's been. 
it's just a much different team, like you're saying, man. It's I that's the thing. Like <laughs> I can't really say that the Eagles of the of all throughout the year look anything like what we've seen from the last two weeks, winning beating the Saints, almost beating the Cardinals, looking as good as they did on offense in that one with Jalen just just Wait, I mean, for all the good things he did in the first start, it kind of went around along the lines of what you might think for him in that debut. I uh, didn't do anything like it too insane, but played well. But then, yeah, that, that Cardinals game. I mean, we yeah, we done a takeaways episode, man. That was so much fun to watch. That the one thing that made the afternoon slot with the Rams playing like they did a little more enjoyable for me. Uh, obviously, the playoffs I, for the Eagles now. I mean, they really are in tough shape. If if Washington does lose. They still have a chance. I believe they could beat them in week 17 and be able to win the division. So, hey, they'll, I mean, going into this game, possibly they'll know the outcome of the Washington one, or actually they're at the same time. So, uh, yeah, they are. So, man, that, yeah, I guess, yeah, that for all they know, they could be still playing for the playoff lives at Dallas, too. But I don't know. I just feel better about where Philadelphia is from a mentality standpoint. Dallas has won these last couple games, but I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe they are turning a little bit of a corner themselves, but I feel a little bit better about Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense. What a division. The NFC East, uh, the gift that keeps on giving here in the uh, holiday season. So uh, there you go. There are picks for Week 16 uh, of the NFL. And, uh, Dylan, lots of coverage of it. We'll have over there clutch points and lots of other stuff going on here as well as we're recording this uh, on Tuesday. The NBA gets started uh, and sports uh, still in full swing here. Yeah, you can follow all of our content in the Clutch Points app in the NFL section, all of our NFL news. You can follow all the NFL games. We'll have predictions and all, uh, from all of our writers, all sorts of analysis and previews for all the games coming up here in Week 16. In the NBA, you can follow, yes, uh, by the time you're listening to this, you'll have a couple games in the books. And probably, I think there's like 12 or 13 games on Wednesday night. So you can follow all of those in the Clutch Points app as well. You can go to our website at clutchpoints.com to the NFL section there. You can find our podcast in the app and on the website. If you search fantasy football, even though it's very late, we still have our waiver wire pickups article. We'll still have the start of cinema articles, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so if you're still in the in the fantasy uh, final, unlike us, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, then you can go all find that all at clutchpoints.com. Yeah. Searching fantasy football. I know a lot of people were waiting on the result, but uh, yes, <laughs> uh, I have also, like Dylan, been eliminated. Um, just did not fantasy teams did not come through this week. Uh, so not ideal. I said I was playing a lot of Colts guys, and actually it was the Colts guys uh, who really came through more than anyone. Uh, Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton, they all had pretty good days. So um, that, that helped me, but uh, it was not enough uh, to beat my opponent. And so uh, Dylan and I will be settling uh, for hopefully, you know, I'll try to get third place, but uh, we'll there see We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, check all that out at Clutch Points. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Uh, thanks, as always, too, to fine folks at Blue Wire for all that they do. Thank you, as always, for listening. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll talk to you next time here on the Established the Past podcast. All right, let's talk about Bet Online. Uh, football back in full swing. You may not be out of game the rest of the year because still be on the action at Bet Online. 
Bet online, go on the extra mile to make sure you get on every possible chance to win the season. Game spreads, totals, team, player, coaching props. Bet online has it all and gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. Um, you can start off uh, wagering on wins, division championship futures all day, every day. Just head over to Bet Online today. Take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. And don't forget, use that promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's promo code BlueWire, all one word. Uh, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.